You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Breaking Bad After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Breaking Bad After Show. Oh, nice. I love the music kicking in. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another AfterBuzz TV After Show for Breaking Bad, Season 5, Episode 9, Blood Money. I'm your host, John Comerford. I'm joined in the studio by... Matt Lieberman, thank you for having me. <laughs> Kristen Snyder. And Phil Svitak. And Marissa Serafini Helming, as always. Thank you very much, Marissa. Hello. Welcome. Good good to be back. Gilligan and his and his gang are all together again. A lot of fun to see them. Let's just jump right in. Were you, were you guys anticipating this? I, I just couldn't wait to see it. I've been dying I, to see yeah. this. I didn't know how they would, you know, uh, we'll, we'll certainly talk about it. How, but how would they handle Hank and, what, you know, would they pick up right okay. there? No, would no, they okay, go six say, months say ahead of time? how you yeah. said it before. When you, <laughs> what did I say? Well, 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 last time we saw Hank, he was... In the shitter. There you go. Thank you very much. So, and now he's just in deep shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm you so were, glad we started there. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much. But uh, you were really anticipating what they were going to do. Were they going to start it right there? Were they going to do it? And, of course, we did a flash forward, uh, whatever, six months later, what do we think, or something like that? Yeah, you know, and it was interesting because I was listening to uh, Vince Gilligan. He said it's a, one of those things that he picked up while on X-Files was uh, when, when a story became too linear, yeah, it, got, would, it got weird for him. So he, he would jump around because yeah. it made two things too uh, con- uh, what's the too conven- conventional. Conventional, that was what yeah. I'm looking. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. Well, so. we know that that, that flash forward uh, at the beginning of the season, episode one, you know, it was his 52nd birthday. Yeah. Uh, and it was his 51st birthday. Yeah, maybe like like three or four months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so or from like our current chronology. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like probably eight months in the future. Was it weird? I was so weird to see the house all just boarded up and yeah. graffiti everywhere and the Heisenberg. And I just that was like, whoa, that's I, just weird looking. I feel like that symbolizes his family life being completely gone, not just the house being a wreck. Mm-hmm. I think the whole thing symbolizes, you know, his family not being there anymore and it's destroyed. Yeah. And and starting with the pool, I think made that even more apparent because that mm-hmm. has so much history going back to yeah, uh, the plane crash in yeah. season two, and sitting out in the back, looking, yeah. and just being out there. Yeah, the the, the pink bear and the eyeball out there, absolutely. Yeah, or Skylar walking into the pool. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like purity and like anti-purity, and now it's it just almost empty. felt, uh, you know, him empty. walking in. Uh, you know, queued up to uh, Scanner Darkly as the, as Keanu Reeves is walking in. He's just saying, like, what a waste of a truly good house. Yeah. You know, a family could live here, mm-hmm. and it just reminded me of that kind of uh, monologue in a Scanner Darkly to him to Walt walking in. Yeah. So the public clearly knows about Heisenberg now and that he used to live there by the kids' graffiti in the house. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. they put Heisenberg on the walls, and then we get Carol's reaction. You can infer that. Yeah, Carol yeah. was great. <laughs> Her sheer terror. Yeah. And the ricin! The ricin, yeah. And the great parallel. He goes back for the ricin. With <laughs> Carol. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, the, yeah, the parallel scene later. Yeah, absolutely. And the whole thing about, you know, I went to a man's home is his castle and then look at what this castle's turned into, this this shining thing on the hill that he wanted for his family. And now it's just destroyed and debased by a bunch of people. I thought that was just really, oh. But everybody knows his name. Yeah. So it would seem. They, uh, by the way, you know, that's great how, uh, you know, the whole marketing scheme around this part of the season it's so weird to call it part of the season was yeah, just the remember exactly. just my, a, remember my name and that's you know that's all all yeah. in the billboards oh that's right yeah. yeah so and all good things must come to an end there's the other part of it all bad all bad all bad big part sorry thank you very yes. much for correcting yeah. me on that um, i'm gonna get letters by the way uh you know as we're talking about the volvos and things like that um there's been a lot of articles how uh walt picks up traits and i know matt you actually knew about mm-hmm. this a little bit before yeah. than i did there, it was it was a theory that got picked up on BuzzFeed earlier this week uh, that uh, that Walt seems to take on traits of the people that he kills. Mm-hmm. Um, this is his own little trophy or memento, like yeah, but like it, almost uncon- uh, unconsciously when mm-hmm. he, after he kills Crazy Eight in the first season, he starts cutting the crusts off his sandwiches. Now people kind of took that to like a way further uh, degree, talking about how. Um, uh, Gus drove a Volvo. Now Walt is driving a Volvo in these flash forwards. Uh, Mike always took his drinks on the rocks, and and Walt always took them neat. But then one time last season, uh, in I guess the last episode, he takes a, a drink on the rocks. Uh, and now you know uh, there's a belief that maybe he kills Skyler. How much do you attribute that aspect of it to? Um to uh, Brian Cranston as an actor making certain decisions versus Vince, Vince per, per, being put in the script. Yeah, Man, I mean, who's to know? Well, Maybe we're gonna have to ask. We have to find that out. I mean, I think they're working together a lot too, as Brian's yeah. directing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a- which which this episode is directed by Brian, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Let's go back to what you said about Skyler. Why did he kill? Because I don't think everybody made that jump. Why, right. why do they think he, he's going to kill Skyler? They think that he's going to kill Skyler because he rearranges the bacon on the plate on his 52nd birthday. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that that's a bit of a jump. That's a, I think it's mm-hmm. a huge I think, jump. I think that's a huge jump yeah. to say that. And I think it's even a huge jump to say that he, every time he kills someone, he takes on a trait. Mm-hmm. Because if you go back to that scene where he takes the drink on the rocks, he doesn't ask for it on the rocks. Hank just says, uh, "I'm just, do you want it on ice?" He's just like, "Yeah, sure." You know, it's not like a big deal. I don't mm. think that it's that clinical. I think everyone wants it to be a bigger thing than it actually mm-hmm. is. Yeah, they're just looking for, it. but and who knows? Maybe it is. <laughs> everyone but, wants answers. But I have to say, I I don't necessarily agree with that uh, uh, theory. But I have to say, when Walt was talking to the customers at the at the car wash the a- <laughs> by the way have an a one day um <laughs> he, he sounded like gus and he, the the how mild mannered he was yeah. and how polite and precise he was mm-hmm. i mean there was a little bit of gus there for me yeah because gus would come out in the restaurant mm-hmm. and work the, the and cash register just, and, and go with the customer have an a one day i mean it just sounded a little bit like gus help yourself to some complimentary coffee exactly. on your way out yeah. and he was very ocd mm-hmm. too gus was and mm-hmm. then he was talking about the car air fresheners and just how to arrange them in, in a specific way, which seems very Gus. Yeah. And to that point, you know, Gus had multiple franchises. Yes. Um, and now he wants to buy mm-hmm. another. Yeah, and it, so it, it all makes sense. What do, you know, mm-hmm. if we're going to go with the story, we mm-hmm. need more of this. That's right. Yeah. Which makes and, sense. And, you know, the, but I love Skyler's reaction. Yeah. Well, there's a car wash. Yeah, that I yeah, like. yeah, yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> she's, she's long since broke bad. Yeah. And he's... <laughs> And he's, you know, remaining committed to not 
staying in the business, mm-hmm. to like staying out. And it's only been a month, but it appears that like a level of trust has been built up there. Mm-hmm. I think I think uh, for for Skyler and uh, Anna Gunn said this in interviews is she's just over it in the sense of I can't control this guy no matter what I do. Skyler, the character's over yeah. that yeah. Anna Gunn, the yeah. Actress. And so it's it's just a matter of like okay, just go with his stuff, and you yeah. know what? So it's nice to see in that moment when Skyler says like, "There's a car wash I like," you know. Uh, at least she's going full measure with this. Right. And what was also when she found out who Lydia was, mm-hmm. uh, the way she went after her, the way she talked to her, that reminded me how when she, when she went to the hospital mm-hmm. and she saw, I forget his name at the moment. Ted. Ted, thank you. Uh, and then Ted says, I'm not going to say anything. And she turns on a dime and says, good. Remember that? And yeah. I, th- yeah. this now she's going right out there to be that. I she's saw- really protecting now. I saw her, term, her threat to Lydia as mm-hmm. sort of a parallel to Walter's threat to Hank in the end. Mm-hmm. As I feel like Skylar's taking control too, and she's going to be cleaning up mm-hmm. Walter's mess and taking out, you know, people as well. And, and I see that as, you know, Lydia's obviously going to be back, and I feel like Skylar will step in, and she's already made one threat. So I yeah. like that we kind of began the episode with a threat and mm-hmm. ended it with a threat. But how far do you think that Skylar would actually go in that sense? <laughs> well, she finally got got it all, well, close to what she wanted, which is back to normal. <laughs> you could say that. Yeah. But, you know, he's out of the business. He don't. It, she doesn't want anything uh, to pull him back. Yeah. So I, do I think she's going to kill somebody? Do I think she's going to go? I, uh, I say that th- there's a dark side that's been uh, uh, opened up. Uh, in her and I think that uh, she just might she's got a child if that exactly. child is threatened at all mm-hmm. yeah I think she could go I don't I think, think she'd she's break capable that. I don't think she's capable of murder I mean granted who thought Walter White would yeah be that's capable. my point mm-hmm. she's lost all emotion she I just... think if her children are threatened yeah mm-hmm. I think she's capable of murder exactly she will take action to protect the family because she'll think it's self-defense anyway exactly she'll rationalize the crap out of it look how much she rationalized already that's true and look how acclimated she is now oh it's like it's like uh, we're done <laughs> Right, and she's kind of back like, to business. Let's just be, you know, Warden June Cleaver now. She's kind of the CEO of the car wash business, and then there's Walter, like at the cash register. So he has kind of given her the reins to some point. So I think she will be making moves mm-hmm. without his consent from here on out. Hmm. What do you think, Phil? I think you know just by the fact that alone that she's on the defensive about this and, and she takes action, you know, towards it. The fact that she knows that it's a rental car and yeah. why would someone do that? Mm-hmm. You know, she's her instincts are good. Yeah, she doesn't want anybody to mess with this man. Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't. I mean, I think you know, uh, at Christmas point, I don't think she's going to make decisions uh, uh, or, or not confer or anything like that. The only reason why she wouldn't is because she's afraid of him. I still think she's afraid of him. I don't think she does it be- just because she wants to do it on her own. Yeah. I think it's just easier not to fight That's every right. day. Exactly. Absolutely. You know. He's got to give her at least some level of boundary. I mm-hmm. mean, they still have to sleep in the same bed, but they're probably not mm-hmm. active. I mean, she's. I mean, let's face it. She <laughs> knows how much he's done. Yeah. So why, why am I going to go up against that? I don't think I can best that. Yeah. I. You know, You. why would I go up against a killer? Yeah. This guy, the man I'm married to, is a killer. He's he's made people go away with a phone call. <laughs> he's blown up innocent people. Mm-hmm. He's definitely put her in a box, but I think in that box she's making moves. She's and, and found like, strength. He didn't even know where the money was mm-hmm. until the last episode that we saw, mm-hmm. episode eight, before this one. She takes him to see all the mm-hmm. money, and that was really when he decided to stop. Mm-hmm. 
Well, between that and as we discover the positive cancer diagnosis from his MRI, yeah. which we didn't, which we didn't know at the end of last, no. uh, at the end of the first half of the season, that is weird. That is weird to say out loud. What the, the, well, the, the first, first, no, the first half of the season. Oh, no, right, yeah, that is last say, yeah, Let's yeah. talk about why that is. All real right, fast. let's get no, into it. Yeah, go you know, ahead. yeah, let's talk. It, it was interesting to learn of why that is, and you know, it, w- it would have been just as easily to, to split it up into season five and season six and call it that, and we wouldn't have this mm-hmm. conundrum as we host After Buzz TV. Okay, because I'm but, sure they were worried about that. But I'm sure they. Well, here's what they were worried about. You know, um, every time you ever notice on TV shows. So let's say I start off as a consulting producer. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden next season I'm bumped up a little bit. You know, and so guess what happens from season five to season six? Had it gone that way, all of a sudden everyone's pay grade goes up. Oh snap! We can't afford. You know. Mm-hmm. And so you know what? We'll give you 16 episodes. We'll split it up into eight and eight. We'll call it season five. Everyone cool with that? Good. So That's what it was. Yeah, and where did you come upon this? Uh, you know, uh, I, I'll give a shout out. The, the Nerdist Network, I've been listening to them a little bit more, okay. and they have a writer's, writer's kind of uh, thing. Form. And, you know, Vince Gilligan makes frequent appearances there. And, gotcha. you know, I, I didn't hear it from him, but I heard it um, on that podcast. Mm-hmm. Cool. So there you go. There you go. Okay, from the Nerdist, whatever it is. So it's yeah. There you go. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Well researched. Thank you. But at least here's the the good news about that is that you know um, they they've they've stayed multiple times. They've spared no expense in yeah. this season. And yeah. so mm-hmm. if the money's going to go anywhere, let's put it towards the show. Let's put it on screen. You know, and keep the writers poor. Well, Vince is really, he was happy to get the sixteen. He was it, it, that's what they needed according to him. That's all well, he needed to tell the story. You know, so the great it. part about that in, in speaking to him, you know, uh, they were so he. It's great hearing Vince about how nervous he is about all these different things. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, first off, he just admits he's scared to just even get in his car and drive to work. But then to be like the showrunner of a show like this and, and to not want to disappoint fans, I think is was it was certainly his biggest fear. Um, and so w- w- in writing this, they, they were really meticulous about how they were going to do it. And they didn't, you know, and, and people have asked him multiple times, did you know kind of the beats you were going to hit? And he said, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was no kind of real barometer. We we knew kind of a direction we were going in, but it was, you know, had you asked me how it would have ended up, it's I wouldn't have predicted this. Mm-hmm. But he says ultimately the, the result is great. Yeah, he says the fans will be happy. And there will be blood. There will be <laughs> That's blood. what he says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. He's also quoted as saying they fit 20 hours of story into eight episodes. So it's, they're just going to burn through story at a crazy rate. Wow. Which is surprising for Breaking Bad. It's, I mean, would you guys say that's true? I mean, after watching this episode, it still felt like the natural Breaking Bad. Really? Yeah, it felt accelerated to me. Really? I didn't think that. I'm going, wow, they're taking their time. Hank has his whole, he figures it out. He gets the yeah. whole investigation. They have a face. He, he goes too far and plants the GPS. They have a face off. Mm-hmm. And, and Walt basically lets the barrier down a little bit all in one episode absolutely not that is way faster than it like it, you look even even at season four there there's no way that you would have that much plot built into one episode that would have been at least three episodes I, are, are you mad about that though no it's because i think it's yeah i'm, I'm like, so happy that I'm we didn't have to wait till mid-season to get this confrontation i feel like a lot of shows just waste the audience's time stringing us along i was so happy that we got to this point and Totally. Beginning of the last. That's surprising because, you know, as John and I watched the first, you know, when we, when we saw it, um, 
you know, just the sh- opening shot of going to the bathroom to Hank, you know, was so slow. And, and so as fast as it is, it's still... The, That's what I mean by taking their time. Break. I wasn't talking sure. about plot. I mean, they were taking they're in that long tracking shot. Beautiful I mean, shot. That, that push in. I mean, it's just, wow, man, they're just taking their time on this. Yeah, it's they don't, Which I like. I mean, I liked it. because, But I like when they do that. Jen. Well, it was building tension, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and it was like just the right length. It was so long because it's just like when you discover that, what do you do? Especially like he was, well, I mean, he was mid crap. Do you finish? <laughs> I mean, I, I imagine something happened. <laughs> well, well that, that was the that was the fan joke of all season. They should have ended yeah. on a boop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but maybe not so much. Maybe not. No, maybe not so much. I'm just saying that's what the fans wanted. Yeah. Um, so Walt's cancer, Walt's cancer diagnosis, and he's keeping it a secret again. Yeah. Uh, Even so much as running the water so they don't hear him retching. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, do you think that that is the reason why he got out? Is just because of the cancer? Where do you think he is mentally right now? That's a good question. I, mean, I have no idea whether when he knew he, the cancer was back. So I don't know if it happened after. Okay. Because like we have we had the MRI and then he goes and he looks at the paper towel dispenser that he punched out a few right. seasons ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I took that as like okay he's reflecting on him now and him then mm-hmm. and maybe it's just kind of like why continue to fight against it when I have everything I won. In the end, he has his hair back again though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got that mm-hmm. in, the, in the first eight. So he's done with chemo. At that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he still has it. He still has the cancer. Yeah, and who knows, maybe he stopped chemo because it was, wasn't working or whatever. Or because he has to run. Or, or be, yeah, exactly. We don't know that. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. It's, it, you know uh, it's so tough to get in the mind of Walter White at this point. You know, and uh, and it's also interesting, kind of for me. Uh, you know, they've always said they're going to take him to be Scarface, and yeah. so at what point does it become okay, even for the writers? When do we stop empathizing with him, and it just becomes an exercise in writing, versus like we mm-hmm. still care about this character? And um, I, you know, it's a, I don't know if they do. You think the writers still empathize with Walter White? Yeah, but well, look what they did. I mean, he he is he's uh, I'm just a man that runs a car wash, mm-hmm. and I have cancer. That's it, they, and that's what he's trying to be. Like, everything he's doing. I mean, uh, they made us. I, I said, gosh, he is. He just wants to run his car wash. Yeah. But then, just when I'm starting going, okay, he is trying to. What, what does he say to? Uh, he says to Jesse. Tread. He says, oh, no, no, to Jesse. He says we just need to live our lives in in, in a decent whatever. What's the line? Decent, uh, decent normal lives. normal lives. Yeah. And I think part of him really just wants that because mm-hmm. of the craziness. But I, how how you, how can you have that knowing what you know about yourself and who you are and what you've done? I don't know how you can have a normal, decent life after that. It's crazy. By the way, I love the shot when they were talking about that. Just normal, decent lives. They're sitting there on the couch with $5 million between them and a bunch of drug paraphernalia in front of them. I said, well, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a normal, decent life. To some people it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, some people. But so they're making him out to be this guy that just wants to run his car wash and you know have it all behind him, doesn't want anything to do with Lydia. I'm not going back all that kind of stuff but then just to let you remind you of everything hank says you did this you've done this you've killed these people you've killed that many people you uh, all those things just to just to remind you of everything that he's done but we can also we understood why he made all those moves like i he's he's reasoned for the audience as well that he had to we've been on his family side no, he the didn't whole have time. to that's the point he didn't have to but that's how i mean some people think that but he didn't have to do any of it 
I, I feel like to defend, to protect his family and set out to his plan, which we've always identified with him because he's the most powerful character mm-hmm. on the show. He's kind of like the anti-superhero that the audience wants to identify with because you wouldn't want to identify with someone mm-hmm. who doesn't have power. Right. So we've always kind of been behind him and tried to reason for what he's doing. And I've been behind him. I don't see him. He didn't kill Drew, the little kid. You know, Todd did. So if he would have... That would so have changed you, how I felt. You can rationalize it that easily. I, that, I what, have. What, what about I Jesse's like girlfriend? What about, about Jesse's Brock? girlfriend? He you was know, ready to kill Brock. Yeah. But he didn't. <laughs> what about Jesse's girlfriend? He didn't. He just so, wasn't planned. Wow. He didn't help her, but he nudged her. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I'm Brock, behind him. Brock was attempted murder. But like, here's the thing, though. He didn't have to cook. He didn't have to cook the meth. Yeah, he, didn't he have set to it all back. in motion. He set it all in motion. The his his old college buddy from Gray Matter wanted to pay for all the treatment. That's right. Was going to pay for all the treatment. Offered him a job again. You know, He's and he's proudful could, at fault, and a lot yeah. of people can identify but you, with that. So, do you really absolve him of all that responsibility of any of it? Hey, I'm not sending him to heaven, but I'm saying I defend his character and I'm still behind him as an audience member of the show. I still want him to, you know, not die. I still want him to succeed above all the other characters. But, okay, so you say that he didn't do all those killings. So because he ordered the killings of all the people in prison, those nine guys, Mike's guys, or however many ten guys, guys. ten guys, thank you. But he didn't do it. So he mm-hmm. he's absolved of that, too? I mean, they were already in prison. I'm just saying, I did not wow. see him kill an innocent child. You're an child. easy mark. You let, you let him go. <laughs> wow. God. I think most did, of the though. audience is behind him. He did the. He tried to kill Brock. Brock was saved by these doctors, but it was attempted murder. He did attempt to murder him. Okay, so what do you guys want out of this show? You do not want Walter to live. Do you want? Do well, you I, like Jesse? Do you want some justice? Do you want to see I him die? I want justice. What would be justice? What would be justice? Justice would be would be a pair of cuffs and dying of cancer in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think that justice <laughs> is and justice and winning for me would be him out in the woods. Everyone he ever cared about is dead except for him, and he's just out in the woods, you know. And so you'd rather he's a mountain man. you'd rather everybody <laughs> that he cares for dead. That didn't have anything to do with setting this in motion. You'd rather them be dead than Walter. I think that's, you know, that's wow. going to be prison for him. He's that's, a prison yeah. of his own doing. Okay, but they have I to suffer for that? Prison. It's but No, it's potentially no, more cruel. That's cruel for him. I think that's potentially but more cruel. But to say nothing of the people that you just killed. <laughs> and he's still winning because he's not dead. I think I think that's a great ending. <laughs> well, I guess while we're on the subject, let me. There was a poll on the Hollywood Reporter. Oh yeah. Um, of how the you know how fans would mm-hmm. want to see the season end, and so here we go. All right, how should Breaking Bad end? There's few choices. Walt gets away with it, fourteen percent. Walt goes to jail, three percent. Hank kills Walt, seven percent. Walt kills Hank, seven percent. Walt lives, but his children die, ten percent. Jesse kills Walt, twenty percent. Walt kills Jesse. Three percent. Vince Gilligan will do something better. Thirty-six percent. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah. So you know, that's you know, yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll yeah. See no, Vince up. Gilligan will will invent new new potential ways for people to get justice or be harmed or <laughs> everyone. It'll turn out that everyone was werewolves the whole time, and we'll I buy it. Get the, the, with, with everybody being so. Here's the, go ahead. 
Well, that was me. Uh, well, you, you know, I'm going to ask. So when when uh, when Badger's talking about his Star right, Trek episode, okay, and, yeah. and Matt, you can talk about why it was incorrect and whatnot. Yeah. But, but, you know, obviously that has to be dissected because in some ways that has to tell us how this season could possibly mm-hmm. end because it has to Kirk's no, I, well, this, this I don't his, know this there has theory. to be a battle let him get his theory out right, go ahead yeah, yeah. no I don't have a theory Kirk has to represent someone so does Spock and so does Chekhov mm-hmm. and then uh, Uhura I, I'm gonna guess that she for me she represents Lydia because she's a female <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then who represents who after that uh-huh. well, well do, you, do, you, do you have a thought on that who's Kirk uh I here's the how about this, Matt? Yeah. Start with your theory on why this was just completely incorrect okay. in terms of the Star Trek universe. It's not then, a theory. Okay, yeah. but then uh, here's the thing: before I even make my full conclusion, yeah. and this is why I really wish okay. Kevin was here, I want to know more about these characters because I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan. Mm-hmm. Right. So without knowing the full characteristics mm-hmm. of, I can of also, Kirk, Spock, yeah. okay, Matt, then I'm I not going to be able to jump do in it. here. I can help you with that a little bit too. Okay. So, well, first of all. Anyone worth their salt knows that there were no replicators in original series Trek. So when he's talking about replicating all these all these blueberry pies, mm-hmm. that's impossible. But you do realize that he was coming from a meth uh, head. Yeah, well, he's also he's also drawing in stuff from yeah. Voyager, as uh-huh. they mentioned, yeah. so. and then the Gamma Quadrant, which is yeah. which is Deep Space Nine. Yeah, he is just, all over the map he's with his continuity. Man. That's it. He doesn't know what he needs to about. lay off the pot, and he needs to <laughs> put it down on paper so he can see that it's not a proper yeah. Trek yeah. fan script. Anyway, okay. nah. so he the the situation that he put down right so. So it's Kirk, Spock, and Chekhov. Uh, and Chekhov are all eating pies. Mm-hmm. Scotty is uh, is in a uh, transporter room. In, in the transporter room, transporting pies right out of Chekhov's stomach. Right. When Uhura walks by and her pointies <laughs> uh, distract Scotty, His fingers get all sweaty. Right. So if 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 in this case uh, Lydia is Uhura, so you're you, that's you would, my theory. Mm-hmm. Okay. If Lydia is Uhura, then you're basically saying that Walt. Is that Walt is Scotty? If he's the one who's going to get distracted. Well, at the end they say it's down to Spock and Kirk, don't right. they? Or no, no, Spock, Spock and Chekhov. Chekhov. Kirk Spock and Chekhov. So yeah. Kirk's out of it. Kirk, Kirk vomits. I'm going to say that Hank is Kirk. He's an alpha. He's an alpha male, alpha dog kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Takes charge, uh, and he also nearly horked in this episode. But, um, but here's the thing. Walt did hork in Walt this episode. Walt did hork in this episode, but he's no Kirk. He's not mm-hmm. He's not a manly man. That's the person he wants to be. Mm-hmm. But he is more of a Spock. Okay. Is that your theory? Great. Yeah. Okay. okay. How did... Damn this show. For getting me to <laughs> no, say all there's this. There's also the theory that, hey, this has nothing... To, they don't represent anybody. It's just... Blueberries and blue meth. Yeah. Sorry, that just occurred to me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, by the way, you know, to that point... It, Walt going back, I mean, I think that's going to be a big issue. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's already talk of Europe, just even, right. you know, va- vacation for Check the for Yeah, the, yeah. yeah and, and uh, meth is down to 68%. Mm-hmm. So. The quality is sinking. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. terrible. It's horrible. Talking, As a teacher, he's got to hate that grade. But go ahead. Talking about the transporter, though, they were saying that um, Kirk would go in there and he'd kill himself again and again. Mm-hmm. And you'd have a clone. And basically, the transporter was you would basically die and you'd have a new clone of yourself and it wouldn't know like everything you did mm-hmm. 
but your old self would die. And so I feel like that's kind of symbolizing something with Walter and that he's, you know, lost himself in copies of copies. And then because we also got that copy on all the boxes at, at Hank mm-hmm. going through all of the, you know, different case material, mm-hmm. their copy was written all over it. So I feel like they were definitely saying something so about copy. So you think there's degradation in each generation of copy? I think so. Yeah, he's slowly hmm. chipping away at pieces of your soul. I perhaps. think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the like he has much of a soul left. I mean, he does. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm gonna yeah, say no. So. no I don't think so. Holly is gonna be the only one to get out of this show alive, <laughs> and she is just gonna be screwed right. up. Well, let's move on to Jesse for a sec, because uh, you know he's obviously tormented by the whole thing as he has been through uh, throughout most of the last few seasons. But he's particular. I mean, as we're as as Badger and uh, Skinny Peter going through that whole Star Trek uh, scenario, he is. You can see him just while he's in his head, just trying to figure it all out. And then you have that thing right behind him, which is great, some sort of plasma screen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a metaphor for his brain. Yes. Yeah, I know. It's all this uh, stuff yeah. happening. Yeah, this well, is it's also they're stoners, and it's a visualizer. Yeah, it's, it's like catnip. Yeah, <laughs> but he wasn't looking at it. So. Sure. Yeah, but uh, I like that he just left. He just left and took all the money with him, and then he mm-hmm. comes up. This his his idea is just, just to get rid of the blood money, hence the title. Yeah, so blood money. He can't live with it, so his his guilt is killing him. And I, I thought the for me the best scene was he and uh, Walt when uh, he tells Walt that he knows what happened. Yeah, he knows mm-hmm. that you kill, that he killed Mike. And I thought the waves and I mean the, the eyes were welling up and everything, and the fact that he he had to. Uh, Admit it and announce it, and you know, in front and say it in front of. I just thought it was just really well done. You know, not that Jesse isn't always. Well, I should say Aaron isn't always doing a great job. But what did you guys think of the storyline? I mean, that what are they pushing on that? Do you think that the like they said is? I think. You know, uh, Jesse's been along for this ride for so long, and he's always been over his head. Mm -hmm. You know, and and Walt has always been the driving force, and so I think. it's going to be interesting because I think, you know, there's always been times, I mean, go back to season four where, where you know, Jesse held him at gunpoint mm-hmm. but didn't go through with it. I think, you know, we're going to have – we're going to build to a moment like that and it could be a three-way standoff between mm-hmm. Hank and uh, Jesse. Don't you think if it Walt. jumps to that again, he's he's going to pull the trigger though? I, yeah. Yeah. Well, whenever he finds out that Walt d- let Jane die and yeah. then totally tried to kill Brock mm-hmm. – you know, he's. I mean, we had a whole episode. If you go back to Fly in season three, that was just all about that tension. That tension mm-hmm. hasn't gone away. I hated yet. that episode, by the way. Why? <laughs> I know I'm the only one. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, Jesse, especially with the whole blood money thing, he has been taking what Walt has said to be truth and now, and proceeding with that truth, and now Walt's kind of coming back on that. Mm-hmm. And and that's why Jesse's so messed Come, up. Wait, Walt's coming back on that one. On what he that. said uh-huh. with the whole blood money thing. And then Walt defended that by saying, um, I was just trying to, you know, prove a point with an mm-hmm. argument that time. So Jesse had been proceeding with all of what Walt had said was truth. I mean, Walt is responsible for kind of turning Jesse into an adult with ambition, but he's also taken to him to, like, these really dark places that he would have probably not gone, you know, had it not been for Walt. And I feel like when did, did Jesse lose that trust? I feel like it kind of started with... You know, the kid dying, Drew dying, and then him wanting out, and then, of course, 
him taking Mike's life. Yeah. Well, I feel like even if you go back as far as when he made Jesse kill Gale. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that was like Good an point. ultimate betrayal. And Walt, even in that scene, he calls Jesse's son. Yeah, I know. That mm-hmm. was great. And, yeah. And it's just he's still the, manipulating. And... He's the ultimate abusive parent. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's horrible. He's he, he the what he's wrought on this like on this just kind of idiot kid. He was he's in. I mean, not to say that he's not smart. He just never applied himself and he just let himself fall into drug use. And you go back to season one you know he's he just doesn't know any other way to get by he never really intended to be a criminal and i don't think that he ever he he never wanted it to go this far he no. never even dreamed it would go that far he was just trying to stay high and stay in enough money to be comfortable but the, i mean the fact when he says yeah okay whatever you say hey uh, mike's alive i mean you know he knows yeah. that that yeah. he's being lied to now now because before you could see him belie- wanting desperately to believe whatever Walt said and believing it, and yeah. now he's not believing any of it. Totally. So why is he still lying to Jesse? Is it because Jesse symbolizes the last bit of Walter White because he used to teach Jesse, and so he still wants that to be clean? Like, why wh- why lie to Jesse at this point? What is he trying to do? Because he's still trying to control everything. He doesn't want Jesse going off thinking, knowing that he killed Mike. Who knows what mm-hmm. Jesse's going to do? It's yeah. the same reason why, uh, yeah. you know, I-, I thought it was brilliant by what same Walt reason. did with Hank yeah. saying, like, can, are, these are wild accusations. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he played, you know, it. in yeah, that he moment. Played he played it great. It, yeah, you know, I would have believed him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he has reason to defend what's going on with Hank, but with Jesse, I mean, I guess he's just trying to keep him under control because he's, he's obviously been doing someone the whole time. he's not going to. I mean, know. haven't you, you know, look at any of the, uh, look at any other kind of serial killer stories or movies, yeah. you know, uh, for Mercer and I did the, the killing, mm-hmm. and it's just, that's what serial killer behavior is. It's just mm-hmm. constant lying and being so truthful about it. Yeah. If, you know, if yeah. that makes sense. I mean, Jesse wants justice of some kind, though. So is he going to go after Todd? I'd ho- I hope so. Todd deserves to die. <laughs> <laughs> Todd deserves to die. I feel like Todd is not to be messed with, though. I mean, what? that's a why he is a real serial. Todd killer. is crazy. Exactly. You're... He had, but that's what I'm saying. I fear for Jesse's life. Exactly. Yeah. I fear for Jesse if Jesse goes after Todd. Totally. Like just like he he kills the kid and then he keeps the spider in a jar mm-hmm. and he just starts smiling as he's looking at the spider trapped. And it's like, it's all mine, and he's trapped, and I could crush this jar at any moment and Mm -hmm. kill this spider with broken glass. (laughs) The man is nuts. I loved that visual. That's great. Thanks for bringing that back. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome, Kristen Snyder. He is a dangerous man. (sighs) But now that he knows, now that he's fully aware that Walter is lying to them, lying to him, I mean, what... what? Um, I think he's numb by the pain of... What am I going to do against this guy? There's nothing, you know, I may know the truth, but mm-hmm. it doesn't allow me to do anything with this knowledge. It's ineffable. There's there's nothing to be done. The the, the one thing that he can do is he's get rid money, of the money. Give the blood anyway, which was great. Yeah. <laughs> throwing, like he's throwing newspapers. Yeah. And, and since when did he start driving a hearse? No, he, a hearse. That was a hearse. Like it's a, not a hearse. A, no. Yes, it was. No, it's the same Toyota th- thing he's always <laughs> It driven. looked like a dang hearse. It's just old. Yeah, but it's not a hearse. It's the same thing he's always had, which I thought was great. I mean, it's we... Walt's s- driving around in his fan's new car, and he's still got his own beat-up piece of shit. And he's outside that 
kind of jail dog. What, what was the dog? A dog pound. Dog pound. Dog pound. And it's kind of all barred up. So mm-hmm. can we kind of foreshadow that's perhaps at least jail time for Jesse is just going to be taken in because he's kind of sitting out there outside the bars. You can make that inference. I won't. I, well, I, no, I, you I, don't you know think what? so. No. Uh, you know, I won't make that inference, but I think, um, you know, going back to Lydia and things like that, I, I think uh, Jesse's not out of it yet. If, if Walt, Walt no, can not. perhaps to choose because, you know, he's going to force it onto people that mm-hmm. he's out, um, at least in the case of Lydia, I think Jesse, because, um, you know, they, they've made so much uh, of Jesse finally learning how to cook meth to, to such a high level of mm-hmm. Walt that, you know, I think Lydia's going to bring him back in. Mm-hmm. And, you know what, eventually that could be jail time. <laughs> Could be. You know, where they get caught. Yeah. Except why would Jesse go back? He was the first one who was ready to get okay, out. Okay, yeah, yeah, but also, you know, if you're Lydia, how easy is it? it okay, it, between the two of them, is it easier to get Walt or is it easier to yeah, get Lydia, Jesse? Yeah, I, mean, I think that's great. I think Lydia might go after him. But I, why would he go back? Only because, look, he's giving, all away, he's giving away all his money now. And uh, who knows? Why did he get sucked back in the first time? Because, mm-hmm. you know, how many times has he been in and out? Yeah. So I'm sure if he's been manipulated by Walt, Lydia, I'm sure, could figure out a way to manipulate him. I, I We'd hope he'd be wiser, but he's made I, I dumb mean, decisions cer- before. I mean, certainly as, there, as he's talking with Saul, you know, he's like, you still give money to your ex-girlfriend, which is yeah. beyond me. Right. You know, so right there is a point of entry. Yeah. That, and, and he may just be so, uh, uh, you know, shut down that he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Yeah, I, that's true. But he just doesn't want the money. He doesn't want any of the memories. Like I feel like when he's chucking that out at the slums of Albuquerque, wherever they are, um, I feel like he just doesn't want any of the memories. He's trying to get all the memories out. It's not even about the money at this point. So I feel like anything that has to deal with Walt, with mm-hmm. the meth, he's not going to go near. And and we see him in Saul's waiting room, mm-hmm. and the receptionist is kind of holding that travel mm-hmm. leisure. Uh, dream escape it all says on it so i feel like he you know he's gonna try to get as far away as he can i'm sure he wants to but a junkie's a junkie for a reason yeah and again mind you i didn't say he wants to go back he's Mm -hmm. gonna have to go back. (laughs) yeah i don't think he wants to go back yeah i don't think so i think he's gonna be as far live happily ever after no i didn't say that but but i think he's gonna try to travel and get away from it all to some i think there's no store if he leaves like that i mean that may happen at the end of the eight episodes but it's not gonna happen during the season well good is to have jesse be gone i think well i didn't say they wouldn't know where it was i just think he's gonna run away matt has an opinion okay I think Hank gets to him before he can get any kind of I out think. of the country. Mm-hmm. I think Hank turns him. Hank definitely flips him, or at the very least... Tells him everything. T- tells him everything yeah. and gives him... I'm wondering if Hank has any way to prove yeah. that uh, that Walt let Jane die. I don't know, but that's what I think is going to happen. I think Hank's going to go and, he, and and tell Jesse the whole story. Jesse's going to, you know, that's the big moral conflict Jesse's going to have now. Yeah. Is what do I do now? Hank's told me everything. I want to kill this guy. Yeah. Um, here's a question. Because I don't think Hank's going to have enough evidence to prove everything. Yeah. But he does have Jesse, and Jesse could, uh, just by testimony, it could be a huge problem, obviously, for Walt. Yeah. I have a question, and I apologize because it kind of goes back to Walt. But, right. um, who, who do you think he is defending himself from in this flash forward with his M65 machine mm-hmm. gun? Because that's, that's mm. massive, massive firepower. firepower. Yeah. That's not to take one person out. That's to you know defend the Alamo. Well, there could be so many. <laughs> I mean, it could be Lydia's people. It could be the people from the Czech Republic. Absolutely. 
Um, that sounds like something that would be good to have European influences. Sure. In a Slovakian country. <laughs> yeah, if an entire Slovakian nation yeah, bears exactly. down on you, you get a big gun. Um, and even going back to like when he and Walter Jr. were watching Scarface mm-hmm. at the, uh, at the yeah. beginning of season five, mm-hmm. and he's looking at that massive machine gun yeah. that Scarface had. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and if, let's face it, if, if Hank does tell Jesse, whenever Jesse finds out the whole thing, if Jesse decides, okay, I'm going to go down in a blaze of glory and I'm going to take him with me mm-hmm. you, you know that Jesse knows how to get that get the armor if he needs it yeah when what's Jesse living for anyway yeah that's what I'm saying if he's already lost everything and plus uh, you know Hank has the power to uh, if nothing else lessen his sense mm-hmm. you know if that's a question of okay how much jail time could Jesse get for all mm-hmm. this you know, I don't I'm sure think Jesse's gonna make it out alive <laughs> unfortunately find out. I thought you just said he was gonna take off I didn't say for the whole end. I oh. just think for, like, you know, a few episodes, I feel like he's going to try to get away from all this. I don't ever see him ever but saying I th- anything I th- that would, you know, put Walt away. I, don't I, th- see I feel happening. like he, he would have done that, though. Yeah. He Why would he taken stay just the cash and in just his house to- with the cockroaches? And- <laughs> <laughs> you know, and his best friend, Skinny Pete and Badger. I mean, I, I know they're a great company, the but... Yeah. Yeah. He needs to get away from those chuckleheads. They are a bad influence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not Walt. <laughs> Just the chuckleheads. Just the chuckleheads. <laughs> I mean, you go back to, like, it, it was like the fourth episode of the entire series. Um, like, uh, it, back in the first season, he was done smoking meth. And then they were like, you know, hey, man, you got any more of that of that crystal? And he's like, I'm taking a break for a while. They're like, What? Come on, oh, fine. If you don't want to share with us, that's fine. We'll go. He's like, wait, wait, wait. Here, try all this meth that I have. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he just wants to be loved. He's just he's just a sad puppy, um, who just wants who just wants love and affection and will never ever ever get it. No. Yeah. Um, Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of sad. Yes. I had nothing. Okay, <laughs> I thought you were saying something. Okay, great. I can say something. Say something. Go. Uh, j- about Jesse. Yeah, I think I think um, I think a deal is going to be made by Hank if anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and uh, it'll be interesting. I think else. that Skyler is going to try to take out Jesse because uh, she's going to see him as a threat to their family. I think that Huel is going to lose a bunch of weight, and he's just going to come back and waste everybody. Interesting. His breathing bothers me. I am worried for his health. All right. All right. Let's talk well, about Hank, the thing we yeah. all want to talk Before about. Before we're talking yeah. to Hank, let's find out. I want to know what everybody else out there thinks. I want you to write in your comments. Let us know what your theories are about how they're going to wrap this up, What, what uh, how Walter and Jesse are going to uh, in, uh, disentangle themselves from this problem, and whether or not Hank is going to get his, uh, well, get his man, so to speak. Oh, yeah. So write in. Uh, let us know. Go to iTunes.com. Where else can they YouTube? Where else can they you go? You can go to AfterBuzzTV.com, of course. You know, and, and uh, let us know. I mean, it, we got seven after this. Seven more. And that's it. Yeah. yeah Forever. So, so right in. Now's the time. All right, Hank. Let's get on to Hank. I thought, you know, first of all, Hank having a heart uh, Panic attack, heart attack, whatever the hell it was. It was, like a it was not a heart attack. Not a heart attack, yeah. yeah. No. Panic he attack. Rolled that was, out heart attack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was just weird, man. Sparked seeing. by rage, yeah. it looked like. Mm-hmm. And well, it, I think rage and uh, just. That, I mean, the fact here's that he's been the, duped the, for so long. There's got to be yeah. some humiliation in there, it, too, it, man. Is it, is it more humiliation or the, fa- or the fact of, you know, who. Is it because it's 
Walt, or is it because like, wow, this is the killer? I think it's both. You yeah. can't. I mean, you can't. I mean, first it's the killer. It's right there, and then it's Walt. I, I don't. I mean, it's just it's, all meshed in. Yeah, it's it's rage, and then it's also just like like how how did I miss this? And how, how did yeah, I miss it? So stupid. Right there, yeah. and I had him. I had him a dozen times, yeah. and it's just like thinking over all the different times yeah. that Walt specifically screwed up his investigation, and yeah. realizing that those were all purposeful. And not even that screwed up him. Yeah, yeah. got him shot. Got him paralyzed. Yeah. I like that scene in the house right after Hank comes out of the bathroom. And he moves the curtain away. And you see Walter White mm-hmm. sitting there. And it's kind of like finally revealed. The curtain's kind and, of and finally What does Marie moved. say? Devil. You're the devil. You're the devil. You're the devil. So that was a great scene for me. Um, you know, so my, my theory of that, uh, this would be like, um, double indemnity where, <laughs> okay. where they would become friends and together they would quote rule the world or whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. uh, is out the window. I think partly because in mm-hmm. double indemnity, for those of you who've seen the movie, uh, the, the main antagonist, protagonist, whatever, I guess, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call him, didn't paralyze his boss. <laughs> <laughs> His his panic attack actually reminded me a lot of his uh, post traumatic stress disorder. Oh yeah, from so? season two and three. Just uh, after that, he was freaking out about everything. It's right. Just the way it was shot, mm-hmm. it just r- reminded me kind of like a flash of that when mm-hmm. you have no control of your environment. There's just a level of fear. Yeah. But of course, he jumped right back into it. Yeah, I know. I thought it was great because it it, it almost w- it was like it woke him up. Because yeah. then when we saw him afterwards, you know, I'm fine. Like the end of the discussion. And then the next time we see him, he's, he's considering. He's sitting, standing there at the top of the st- top of the stairs. And she says, no work, no work. And he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And he almost fakes And the work comes room. to him. Yeah. And then he's in it, man. He is back. He is Hank, as we've always wanted him to be. He's the guy that's got the bone and he won't let go of it. The he's a Kirk. Bone. He's Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. But, but the rug is pulled from underneath him because, you know, uh, he has that great line. I don't even know who you are anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, he said, and then yeah, that was a little moment of. Uh, and then Walt's follow up was, you know, that was the dagger because normally yeah. wouldn't have seen that from no, Walt. No, yeah, he, you know, because early on, as we talked about, he was lying and yeah. things like that, yeah. and he was he was kind of a, a befuddling, you know, absent-minded professor kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. Did you see his shirt? It had Hank's shirt had the mountains on it, and it said like Delbert. Delbert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, but I don't feel like anything's a mistake in this show. And I feel like, I mean, I'm still saying he ends up out in the woods, but perhaps he has all those Who, guns. Hank? No, I'm going to say that Walter oh, ends Walter. up out in the woods alone. But I think mm-hmm. to get to where he's going, you know, perhaps he has to go through a line. And that's why he has that machine gun. I don't know, but I just don't, you know, what what's your theories for why, you know, the mountains on the shirt, Delbert? Do you think that was just an awesome t-shirt I they think, gave him? I think that maybe <laughs> Hank visited the Delbert Mountains once. <laughs> I think that that's the. I, I I think that there's a lot of significance placed on several yeah. things in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother just today pointed out to me in like one of the episodes last season or at the first part of the season, mm-hmm. um, in the magical electromotive offices. The only letters you could see in one shot through through curtains yeah. were were Gale G A L E. You know, like mm-hmm. there's lots of that stuff, but I don't think everything. Well, has here, a here's what I will say about that. You know, um, I, I'd be interested to read the scripts because you know these guys have said like we don't write scripts in the typical fashion where you know they say like you know it's going to be up to the director kind of put some stuff. That they, they're like, no, we put everything in, mm-hmm. and so I'd be interested to read them. Um, partly because at, you know in season one. 
Vince, you know, this is interesting to learn about Vince. He he felt like a really big failure because he was down Albuquerque and he was literally doing this stuff, picking out shirts, mm-hmm. picking out swatches of colors. Meanwhile, his riders back in California didn't mm-hmm. know what the hell to do because he was so absent-minded and wasn't leading that team. Yeah. And he said that was the biggest mistake of my life. And luckily, the writer, the writer strike saved him at that time mm-hmm. because it allotted him the time necessary it, yeah. to refocus. Mm-hmm. And so I do feel like as much as you know, we can nitpick the shit out of all this stuff, yeah. Vince has kind of pulled back on some of it knowing like okay story is most important mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what the hell the shirt is well and he's he's off he's been interviewed many times of course about the show and he's often said uh you know they'll ask him about specifics and what like the gale thing or something like that yeah. and he'd say you know uh, actually no that was just a happy accident so i know for a fact he's even said it that it sometimes it just happens but mm-hmm. we're all looking for it because mm-hmm. it is sh- so rich yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, very layered and textured. Well, what do you guys think about the kid playing with the car outside I, of the garage? I thought that for me that was an echo of Drew. Yeah, that's a little bit. It, Drew's it, riding around on a dirt bike. That's what it was to me. It just right. It just brought that right back. I feel like it's definitely foreshadowing. I mean, he bought Walter Junior. the really nice mm-hmm. car, and then we see the car. I definitely feel like perhaps whose kid was it? I, yeah, we don't. Know we that. don't know, but it is someone but foreshadowing son. what foreshadowing Walter Jr.'s death or, you know, in a car accident, perhaps. But I just feel like we got that one shot where the kid drove the car right up beside, like, Walt's car. Like, it was kind of, like, mm-hmm. side by side. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, like the shots earlier in the season where, where when Walt got his new car mm-hmm. and they both pull up and then they go back out and then they both pull up and mm-hmm. Walt Jr.'s has his, has his uh, new challenger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be. You know, I... For me, I, what was interesting, um, kind of thinking about it now, uh, with Hank's panic attacks or whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. it's a very big Achilles heel. Oh, yeah. You know? And so if Walt really wants to expose that, he can get away every time because of that. Mm-hmm. Well, but does it, Walt even know? What's that? Does Walt even know? Uh, he, he doesn't. He doesn't necessarily know, I don't think, but um, if he studies him more, I mean, mm-hmm. there, there's certainly things that uh, Walt knows about Hank, mm-hmm. and if he just digs a little bit further. But wasn't it, I, mean, I don't know about you guys, but I thought it was great. I loved Hank being back. This is going to be good. Now we've got some conflict. We're going to have a nice... Yeah. yeah. I'm excited, but, but then his uh, nuts were chopped off by Walt. Why? Well, how? I'll tread lightly. Oh, yeah, that, that, so that's I think that to a guy like that, just go, oh, yeah, yeah, you think tread lightly? Watch this. Watch this. Let me punch you in the face again. Exactly. Until you don't have a face. That's just gonna egg him on. Yeah. Did you guys notice his voice change when he got to the tread lightly? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And he became Heisenberg. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, but in this negotiate, I mean, okay, so we, we, can we can we start here? Did did Hank and this one lose the round? They lose the round. Um. Because he said, you know, get Skyler and the kids, and we'll yeah. we'll talk about this. I think it's a no. tie. I think we left early. Yeah, I, I think don't. we're going to come I, back. I don't think there. he lost. I don't think what? anybody won, though. I think it's I know. I'm not talking about the war. I'm talking about the round. I'm just saying. I don't yeah. think anybody won the round. Stalemate. All right, let us know what you guys think about yeah. on my side that yeah, Walt won this round. You think he won just because he said tread lightly? Yeah. You want you just want him to win because he's the main character. <laughs> you so? just want no. He I, didn't, I think you. I think you did win. I think oh, viewers leaving the scene feel like he how, got how the last word he, because because everybody in the audience. Okay, but knows did you see the last shot? The last shot was them two. Neither one of them backing down. Did you miss mm-hmm. the last shot? They're at Neither a standoff. One ba- exactly. But no, it's a stalemate. Wait, wait, I'm gonna say that that Walt lost this round, and this is why. <laughs> this is why. Okay, I'm hold, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> no, 
No, this Let him is have why. A say. Quentin broadcast okay. forever. Hank has no conclusive, as as only one piece of conclusive evidence, right? Uh, and barely at that, mm-hmm. that Walt is Heisenberg. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get Walt to admit that he's Heisenberg. And Walt, in threatening Hank, basically admits that he's Heisenberg. So no, while, while Walt isn't necessarily going to bring the kids to the house... He gave Hank what Hank wanted. Hank wanted him to confirm that he was Heisenberg, and yeah. he did. I think, yeah, I think the whole thing. Hank was trying to get him off his game because he wanted to get the measure of the man. Because he wanted, okay, uh, if this you know professor that's you know hapless. So he, he took to the see- loss. In order to win the war. I don't even think any of it was a loss. <laughs> I I disagree with the supposition of your question. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, at that one point. Walt says, what is the point? You know, you can't pin it on me. And mm-hmm. even if you could, I'll be dead in six months. So right, I yeah. won't be sitting in prison. So what is the point? Because he wants to win? I, Hank- for Hank, yeah, he even says it. I think we heard it in the coming up. So I want to be the guy that gets him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the case that, that got him paralyzed. It's yeah. the case of his career. Absolutely. You know, it's the case that got him a- ASAC. And just like he went after Gus and nobody believed him. And the way he did that was right about that. He wants to be right about Heisenberg right. even more. But here's the thing. Walt still hasn't dropped it on Hank that uh, that he paid for Hank's medical treatment no. with drug money. Yeah. And that that's Hank gonna... is going to get pulled down too. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's going to be great. I would give Walt the win if he had done that. Yeah. Oh. But that's even going to make it hard because I think that's going to piss Hank off even more. Yeah. You oh, Not totally. only did you do all this, you brought me into it. It's going to be interesting. I mean, it's it's certainly a legacy they leave behind where you brought down your brother-in-law. Yeah, <laughs> Sure. Yeah, That's a big legacy. I mean, that destroys your family, though, too, if your brother-in-law is – and it may, kind of makes you look stupid that your own brother-in-law went under your nose for so long. Mm-hmm. It's mutually assured destruction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could be. All right. But you could also be the one that brought down Heisenberg. Yeah. No, Should we move it to news? Move it to news. Let's like get on the news. We are being a dead horse. TV news. All right. Well, a lot of the news we kind of spoke about, but, um, you know, there's a great article on uh, The Hollywood Reporter. A lot of the stars this time around have been kind of doing a lot of press. You know, I don't I, I don't recall yeah, seeing a lot of it in the past. Yeah. You know, it's always kind of been Vince and, and Brian Cranston, a little bit of Aaron Paul. But this time around, you know, Laura, who plays Lydia, she's she's talking how her character is going to be even more colder. How's that even she's going to die. Yeah, that's how. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Aaron Paul teased that we'll see Skinny Pete and Badger. Well, nice. no surprises there. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, things will get continue to get darker and it's going to be explosive. Yeah. So nothing conclusive. <laughs> they're not going to give no, anything they're up. they're not going to give you anything. Read yeah. this article for the ending I of Breaking all, all, all he keeps saying is, I think the fans will be satisfied and there will be blood. That's pretty much the whole, the two things that he said. Yeah. yeah. So, so. I think, you know, I'm, I'm, we're obviously excited. So with that, should we get into predictions? Uh, yeah, unless mm-hmm. anybody got anything else for me. Oh, we're moving on to predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Well, we already said a few. I I think Hank is gonna uh, tell Jesse about everything he knows about Walt, and that's gonna cause Jesse to want to go. Real fast, while we're, this kind of prediction slash newsy type stuff, what do you think of the Emmys? What do we got coming up? I uh, think we have best the Emmys coming up. Well, be- <laughs> uh, 
Good prediction. Dean Norris yeah. for best supporting. I think they're very actor. shiny. Uh, I don't know. What... <laughs> well, no, what be, best supporting actor. Who do you think is going to take that? Because we got some. Uh, we got some choices there. Yeah, I actually don't even know the nominations. So go ahead. Uh, Aaron and uh, and and I think Jonathan. Jonathan oh, Banks. Jonathan Banks. Nice. Yeah. And but not Dean. See, I feel like Dean should be mm-hmm. nominated, but I don't think. Well, I guess because they haven't seen this, you know, last mm-hmm. eight episodes. But I feel well, like both of them. And, and, and uh, Laura, who plays Lydia, both begin with L's, so it's kind okay. of to me. Uh, she said, "I want Jonathan to win because obviously Aaron already has some." Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it'd be great if Jonathan won. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who the other nominees though, so I can't like handicap yeah. uh, whatever. Right. And uh, well, and, he, and Jonathan said this is the role of his career. It is. Yeah. So. And it was, and uh, you know, Dead Freight is nominated. Mm-hmm. As a really, great. oh yeah, nice. I mean, that's great. That was amazing. That was yeah. a, that was up there. I won't talk about Dead Freight on the air. <laughs> what does that mean? I have no idea. It what means does that, that mean? it means that while it is very very cool as an episode of Breaking Bad, I think it is a very weak episode. Whoa! But right. it's Send your not the greatest comments choices. to Matt. Yeah. Send all your hateful comments. That's how to I me. felt about Fly. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> so seven episodes <laughs> left. Okay. So that's right. that's your. Who's got prediction. some? Who's got some predictions? I think that Skyler is going to orchestrate a plan to kill Jesse because she th- sees him as you know being a loose end, and I think it will backfire, and she may end up killing Walt Jr. Why not kill Lydia? She's wow. the more. I think immediate. she's going to kill Lydia too. I think she's, so. She's going to go on a rampage. I think she's going to try to tie up wow. loose ends for okay. the family. Um, I think that, uh, I think that, uh, either Skylar's in, in witness protection or she's dead. <laughs> I think Hank and Marie are raising the kids. I think that Kid. Walt, yeah, cause Walt Jr. is going to die too. Is that what you're yeah. thinking? What yeah. are you thinking? Um, uh, I think that Walt is on the run from the Czech Republic mob <laughs> and that's why he has a massive gun. Because they're all looking for him to get on, uh, get his meth making skills. Once it's exposed that he's Heisenberg, the greatest meth maker in the world, yeah. everyone is going to want a piece of mm-hmm. him as a hostage. They're going to want to take him hostage and force him to make meth, or force him to teach their people to make meth. So if he says no, but and there's he, Jesse too. Yeah, I know there's Jesse too. Goddamn it! But I think that <laughs> that that confrontation could come uh, before the hair grows back. Before the flash forward timeline, I think you know because it's he's always made the rationalization. Walt has always made the raz- rationalization, and it's always about his family. He did this for his family. He did this for his family. Da, 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 da. I think in the end, he's going to do something. He's going to fight the mob, the Czechoslovakian mob. <laughs> Is that we're going to call him the yeah, Czech the mob. Yeah, the Czech mob. <laughs> he's going to, and he's going to. Uh, that's what he's going to do. He's going to try to save his family. By going after them and 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 having the gun gunfight and whatever, and he'll, he'll die because he's going to die anyway. Yeah, he will. So, I mean, are they going to Europe? We got that little part yeah. in the beginning. I don't know. I don't know. Business Depends on their trip. budget, baby. Business What's their trip, budget. Baby. Yeah. Um, this is I don't, I don't you know I've kind of in, intertwined my predictions throughout. Um, I do want to say to fans before you take your piss in all of this and all of our <laughs> theories, no, because it's true. You guys do, and you're quick to jump on all this stuff. Know that we literally watch the episode and we go right up after. So you know what? We're only starting the discussion, but you guys get to continue it. So don't all of a sudden think that like whatever. We're just trying continue to be all the discussion. Yeah. That's what we want. Yeah, just continue it. We want to hear just, the theories. Yeah, exactly. So just just bear that in mind and, you know, we, we do this for you so that way we're up uh, the next morning for you guys while you're driving to work 
or at work, as the case is with many of you guys, so you guys can listen to us, and we try to make them longer, so that way we can help you get through your day, rather than just give you a nice 20-minute podcast that doesn't have anything in it. So, you know what? Bear that in mind, as you rate and comment. <laughs> nice caveat. I'm just saying. All right. You know, because, all right, all right do you really I, want me to go on a no, rant? No, no, I don't, no, we, we don't. don't. Nobody wants you to go Ten on a rant. No, we don't need. Give this card to your car wash professional and have an A one day. Have an A one day. Have an A one day. Have an A one. Let everybody know where they can find you. Cinematic Escape. Oh, that's not mine. That's hers. Come on. Yeah, being my blog, Cinematic Escape, or I'm at Cinematic Escape on Twitter. Okay. After Buzz TV, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff, and website, of course. Okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman. That's M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can also find me here on AfterBuzz TV on the Low Winter Sun and Under the Dome After nice. Shows. Well, you can't follow me anywhere, but you can find me at SerialBuddies.com. There you go. See you next week. Have a From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.